On this week's episode of the Liverpool Strength Co podcast, uh, something a little bit different to what you got used to through quarantine, myself and Mick sat down and had a chat on a brand new podcast called the Miss Groove Podcast, so like and subscribe that and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Miss Groove Podcast. Sorry, we've attempted this like twice before. Uh, where we don't fail reps, we simply misgroove them. Uh, I'm Michael Casey. I'm a below-average powerlifter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here with me is the man with two first names, one of them male, one of them female, Martin Kimberley of the Liverpool Strength Go. Martin, how are you getting on? Even I'm though okay, I've, thanks, mate. It's yeah. a hell of an introduction. Yeah, I know, yeah. I'd worked on that for a couple of days. You couldn't tell. Um, yeah, we're here because I decided that we should do a podcast based around the gym, but sort of also about history and things. Mm. Um, but going into the history of it, what we've trained for what, about five years together, give or take? Uh, roughly, probably about, yeah, five, six years, something like that, in the Liverpool Strength Co. gym for about three, three-ish, roughly, three something like that. We're going uh, you've been competing, what, for about two, yeah. maybe, gradually getting better and better, aren't you? Gradually, <laughs> slowly, slowly. But I think my first memory of training with you, and it's one of my favourites, because it shows what type of guy you are. <laughs> was I was bench pressing and completely failed the rep. You lifted the bar off me and you went, are you all right? And I looked at you and went, I appear to have shot myself. <laughs> and instead of getting the joke, you went, oh, I'll go and get a tile. And I was like, oh, that's a nice guy right there. That's a really sound fella. <laughs> that's somebody you want in your corner. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody he thinks he thinks there's an outside chance you've pooped your pants, but he'll give you a hand. I wanted to make sure you were comfortable, and then yeah, afterwards, then we make a joke of it. The, yeah. the long game is what's important. <laughs> if I play this, right, this is yeah. going to be a cracking story. Yeah. I, just, I was like, what's the best way I could use some Martin up with to start this thing off with? Yeah, I know the poop story. That's always a good one. Um, but yeah, I got you here essentially under the pretense of talking about training and strength and things like that. But also mainly I just like talking about bits and pieces out of history. Um, and so I think I might for a little while dose your head out of with random stuff from Greek history. I was going to do, you know, people, but then I thought some of the myths are funny. But we'll start off, I think, with two real people. Real people. Real people that supposedly existed. Right. We'll jump in with, uh, you ever heard of Bybon of Fola? Son of Fola. Oh, no. Son of Fola. Yeah. Fola, (laughs) uh, not too much. I think Bybon's taken, just giving his dad a bit of a... A bit of a shout out. A bit of a shout out, you know. Nobody had surnames then, apparently. And (laughs) uh, according to my history teacher, uh, everything was invented by the Irish, so... Surnames invented by the Irish in uh, the eighth century. Did they like run out? No, we just we all thought like there was too many mix. Right. So we just went. Oh. <laughs> we need to diversify. Just, just, just yeah. <laughs> just like, give it. Just give everybody two. One um, thing that with surnames, right, which mm-hmm. I know is a story you'll kind of appreciate, is obviously like 
surnames come from what you used to do as a job. Yeah. So what I've been told is that Kimberley, it's like a South African mining town or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, and supposedly that's where it comes from. That, that might not be true, but that's what I've been told. And so you think, uh, like, Butcher has got a history of yeah. obviously being a butcher. Like, Smith is, like, from, like, blacksmith, from, like, making, like, tools and stuff like that. So where does Dickinson come from? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in just a small village somewhere just going, you know what, when they were handing them out, just scribbling them down. What are we, go- we going to call? What are we going to call Barry? Let me hear. <laughs> Digging somehow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll tell them later. Just write it down. Uh, yeah, I love. Um, what is it? There was one in uh, <laughs> work today, and a sur- a, somebody had a surname of Battersby. And I went to a lady I work with and went, uh, what do you think she does to wasps? <laughs> yeah, they're not all here. They're not all winners, but that, that was not the right one. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. But so, yeah, to start off with, we start off with, you know, the Greeks, the Pantheon, you know, you get all the heroes, you get, you know, it would be, I would like to do one at some stage on Heracles and, you know, uh, Jason and the Argonauts, all them. Sort the of A-listers. Oh, the A-listers. Yeah, we're not going to... But for you the minute... We're going to start small, don't we? We're going to yeah. start small. Yeah. And I think some powerlifters and weightlifters may know who these couple of people are because they're because powerlifting and weightlifting is kind of a niche community. Mm. So I think some people will, you know, will know these people. But if you don't know, Bybon, son of Fola... He uh, was born in the 6th century, or lived in the 6th century anyway. Maybe he was born before. Maybe he died after. Who knows? Well, he probably died after he was born. Yeah, that's... Well, that's uh, generally how it goes. That's the order it goes in. You're born and then you die. Well, yeah, I suppose I was going to bring up Benjamin Button, but he did. He was born and then he was died. So this was a complete waste of time. But uh, we know of him because of one artifact. <clears throat> and I'm just showing if you can, if you're listening along, Google Bybon Solifola. You know, just and hit images. It's a big rock. It's got some scratches in it, and uh, in, if you can see in the top, there's like a divot, right? Yeah. In it, yeah. So, what that says on it uh, is, where have I written that down? Uh, Bybon son of Fola has lifted me over his head with one hand. Right. Right. So from that, you from the picture, you don't know how big that rock is. Mm. It's 143 kilos. It's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight with one hand. And the historian E. Norman Gardner said that lift actually translates to through. So he threw 143 kilos. Right, okay. Overhead with one hand. And let what? Let go of it? I assume so. (laughs) Well, like, you know, how you bringing that back down? What, like a one handed (laughs) snatch? Yeah. With. Or some sort of like you know, uh, some sort of weird clean yeah, and a and jerk. Press. Yeah. But like he th- apparently threw, threw it, it, which would make me think of it. But what I really liked about it was you know because I'm looking into this and kind of going like what you know uh, uh, weightlifting world records are and things like that. Mm. And you go like this boy like that is that's up there with like and back uh, you know, back then you're talking there's no PEDs you know, there's there's nothing. That would um, you're just talking about eating and training. Mm. That's it. 
and then so I'm I'm you know, looking through uh, weightlifting records and you know, things from like the you know the twenties and stuff before maybe steroids were were big, and then it dawned on me. What if he just wrote that on that rock? <laughs> he was just he was just some fella walking along, weak as get out, and just went. You know what? I'm just gonna. And just took a little chisel and had a go at it and went. And everybody, you know, everybody, all his mates could have gone, That's here, you didn't do that. You didn't do that. Like he was down the boozer and like telling yeah. a tall tale. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But like he's like, I mean, my name's carved into it. Mm. Yeah, my name's carved. Yeah. yeah, so I did it. Oh, can you do it again? No, it was a one rep max. One time yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, one rep max. I can't do it now. The rotator cuff, or I don't know what that is in Greek, but you know, has gone. And you know, I can't. Or he just never did it whatsoever. And it's a complete, it's just a complete farce that he one day just carved it in. Mm. And we're here, what, 2,600 years later, going, yeah, I wonder if he did it. (laughs) What what an absolute lad, absolutely crushed it. Yeah, how did he, why would he get on at the Olympics nowadays? But bringing up the Olympics, because that's all Bybon did. He wasn't probably the best person to go in to start out with because he's a he's a one line guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not the best. He I did we could one e- thing. Yeah, we could ease in and we could bail on this entire <laughs> podcast if it was terrible. Like I don't know, what are we? A couple of minutes in, I didn't set the timer. That was a bad idea. Uh, no, I kind of like that. I mean, one hundred and forty three kilos in one hand is like so. For context, that's roughly about what I can clean. Yeah. Right now, with both hands, both legs, and it's a struggle to stand it up. And Martin's not a small boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like your first day in the gym, neither. Like, yeah. I, I'm, thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, Big yeah. Ego boost. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Plus, like, you know, we're not actually filming this, so mm, if, right, anybody, exactly. if anybody yeah. doesn't, it like, it, what, did did he do it? Is yeah. Martin big? Who fucking knows? It's an audio only <laughs> podcast. The one person who drunkenly listens to this from like Texas <laughs> yeah. is gonna be like, yeah, no, this guy, this guy must be absolutely massive. He got no, yeah, we we could be both be sitting here. You don't know, or you do. In which case, please don't be me. Um, it does sort of bring me then, the mention of the Olympics brings me on, on to a fella. Have you ever heard of Milo of Croton? Yeah. So you heard of him? Yeah. yeah. He was the guy who uh, basically basically uh, picked up a baby calf mm-hmm. and basically, did he carry it up a mountain or something? Right. Um, he's, he's famous for, he picked up a baby calf and he would walk with it. But every, uh, but he would pick it up every day. Mm. So as the calf grew, he, he got he got bigger and he got stronger. And he's essentially the person who they, you know, the legend goes that he in, invented progressive, progressive overload. overload. Yeah. The only problem being, you know, but uh, allegedly he could carry a fully grown bull. But he was, uh, you know, but he, it's obviously the legend. He obviously, unless he could, in which case. Sorry, if, sorry <laughs> yeah. if he's any descendants listening, I'm, they get really offended. Imagine if that was like your claim to fame that like Milo was like your great, 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 great times like a thousand granddad. Yeah. Although, like, you'd have to like you'd have to go deep on bloody ancestry.com. Yeah, yeah, you know, you'd have to do some genetics. <laughs> so, uh, you, you, yeah, 21 and me, or 23 and me, 23 of me, <laughs> 23 21 of me. <laughs> oh, oh, no, uh, yeah, no, I'm missing a, a couple of chromosomes it's, it's fine it's just my arm tingles uh and i can't go out when it rains but 
Yeah. So he again, right? He's a real guy from the sixth century. Uh, he was a six-time Olympic champion and had a twenty-four-year-long uh, wrestling career. Okay, so he obviously famous for lifting uh, the bow. Uh, but I really like his, uh, the the other stories about him because uh, before you know, with his twenty-four-year wrestling career, quote to intimidate his opponents. Milo of Croton would consume raw bull's meat in front of his adversary and would drink raw bull's blood for energy and vitality. Give that a go. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Max, like, like yeah. that is I just, raw bull's meat. I'm just like, all I'm thinking is a stomach cramp. I know, yeah. Like, is that what was in- intimidating? That he could handle the cramps. <laughs> he's in a clinch with some fella and he's going, oh, God, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I am so sorry about that. And the guy's like, okay, okay, you win. I tap. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. He didn't win by being stronger and better. He won by freaking them out. <laughs> yeah, for 24 for the- <laughs> years. The other the other thing, I, like, I, you know, I started reading about this guy and, you know, you have... The progressive overload, things like that, and you, you read about the progressive overload, and everybody just goes, "Yeah, no, he he, he couldn't have carried a, mm. a fully grown bull." Oh, cheers for that, cheers <laughs> yeah. yeah, stellar research there, boys. Thanks very much, yeah. Captain Obvious. Yeah, <laughs> some some historians gone out to a farm, looked at a bull, and gone, "Nah, nah." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. But he, uh, yeah, apparently though. Friends with Pythagoras off of the theorem. Yeah. Saved his life once, apparently, uh, when they were at a, a feast and a banquet hall and a roof support collapsed and he held it and let Pythagoras get out. Did Pythagoras do the like the sum? I <laughs> saw we did. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> Milo, I've had an idea. Not now. <laughs> I'm a little busy. A squared plus B squared. Yeah, equals yeah, Milo getting yeah, crushed. Yeah. <laughs> just carve it into a rock. Like, just carve it into a rock. We'll talk about it later. I don't want to hear about triangles while this building is collapsing. Everyday triangles. But yeah, I lifted uh, just you know with my. I'm doing air quotes. Research, um, which may have just been lifted straight from the feet from of Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, hey. I'm mentioning my references. It's got got to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless. Yeah. Seamless edit after the computer stopped recording. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, from his Wikipedia, his feats of strength, anecdotes about Milo's almost superhuman strength and lifestyle abound. His daily diet allegedly consisted of nine kilograms of meat, nine kilograms of bread, and ten liters (brackets eighteen pints) of wine. Pliny the Elder and Solonus both attribute uh, his strength in competition to his consumption of the gizzard stones of roots, roosters. Which, I don't know. I don't think we're anywhere near trying that for a maximum oh, lift yeah. anytime soon. I think um, the nine kilograms of meat, that seems a bit excessive. That's, is that a daily, a daily amount? That's a yeah. daily amount. Is, 18 is, pints of wine. Yeah. Like that's, and bread as well. Yeah, so you are... Like, He's getting some carbs and protein in. I would not want to share a toilet with him. No. No, you would not want to... Maybe that's why the they were so good at... I oh know we're talking about Greeks, aren't we? Not Romans. Yeah. I was thinking maybe that's why they were so good at uh, drainage and shit. 
<laughs> well, maybe that's what. Well, here, Croton is on the. It's actually on the Italian peninsula. Right. So, so might, it could be that could yeah, have been. We're, we're probably completely wrong, yeah. and like just. You, if you have any issues with that, our historical accuracy, please let Martin know about it. He will <laughs> really, really care. Um, he also uh, once uh, oh he carried his own bronze statue to its place at Mount Olympus, or no, sorry, at Olympia. Two different places. One's where the Olympics are. One's where the gods hang out. But I don't think I'm. Uh, you know, we can all get a little bit conceited. But like, how much were the shipping costs on that? After going and getting your own statue made, there's two things with that though. Mm. One, how big's the statue? Because uh... it could have been, it could have been <laughs> just a little, <laughs> a little one. Yeah. So if it's like the same size of as him, or like a ridiculously huge one, then yeah, okay. Maybe you want to pay the shipping costs on that. This is, this is exactly like my, you know. Because I, in all truth, have kicked a shark in the face. And it was at least six foot long. It right, was yeah. massive. <laughs> and I tell people that. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, wow. Okay. Really? You kicked it? Oh, yeah. No, I really kicked it. Although I do have to, qu- I, I never do quantify it by going, mm. I was nine. I was at a, at a proper working like fishing harbor. And it was like dead on a pallet. <laughs> and I was nine holding my dad's hand. And I thought, I'm never getting this chance again. <laughs> so I went over and booted him right in the snout. <laughs> my dad looking at me with, I thought I would turn around to pride. I didn't. It was that sort of, oh no. You had to buy the shark because it was dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I don't know. You, uh, I imagine I can probably still get the number for whoever was selling that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's probably illegal though, isn't it? That's probably really illegal. Um... Sorry, we we don't condone. Do we condone shark? We don't condone shark eating. We don't. No, just just smaller fish that can't fight back. Just nine kilograms of meat. Yeah, nine kilograms of meat. Completely reasonable. <laughs> Kicking a shark in the face, don't do it. It's, it's it's something only a child would do, and I never want to recreate it all the time. Um, but yeah, yeah, carried his own uh, carried his own statue uh, to save on, I imagine, shipping costs. Even though if he got. Um, you know, with a large internet company, I imagine, you know, free shipping, yeah. next day delivery. But, uh, yeah, apparently, and the, these two stories, I like, because they're that absurd that they have to be real. To ha- for somebody to have to note them, you wouldn't just make it up mm. unless you were on some, uh, you know, unless you were on something. And I can't imagine there was a whole pile in ancient Greece. So, it would have, they would have to be real. The first one is, Apparently, he was able to hold a pomegranate in his hands without damaging it, while challengers tried to pry his fingers apart from it. And how do you find out you have that particular skill? And how annoying must that have been on a day-to-day basis? Guys, 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 try and get the pomegranate. No, no, we're, tr- we're, we're Olympic wrestlers. <laughs> we're important, like... We are important people. We are the you know the highlight of our sporting community. Every four years, I don't have time to mess around with your pomegranate. To be fair, though, from a training point of view, <laughs> <laughs> there is some efficacy to this because for a wrestler, depending on how they were wrestling, obviously Greco-Roman, Greco wrestling, um, 
I would assume is would be his speciality. Yeah, I, don't I imagine know. it was probably just Greco. Greco the Roman, yeah, the Roman, the Roman came, came later. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As that like was coming out of my mouth, I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, this sounds r- ridiculous." But from a grip point of view, mm-hmm. that could have some efficacy in that. Obviously, gripping is an important part of wrestling. Yeah, having a strong grip, having strong forearms. I suppose so, you would have to tense your entire body to do that, to which would help mm. with the raw bulls meat that he had before the match <laughs> yeah. just get it keep everything and i mean everything tight <laughs> although oh yeah i said two stories there's actually three i've not read my own notes uh apparently he could uh burst a band fastened around his brow by inhaling air and causing his temple veins to swell which not so much a feat of strength sounds far more like a medical issue yeah, yeah. Guys, 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 look what I can do. Go to a hospital. One, how big is his head? <laughs> right. And two, how tight was the band? All I'm thinking is, you know the Goombas out of like the, uh, yeah. the Mario, Mario movie? Yeah. With, uh, oh, who was Mario in that? But that was great film. Check it out. <laughs> um, yeah. Apparently as well, he could, um, he would oil up a discus. Right, he would stand on this oiled discus and have other wrestlers try to push him from it. Right, which is just, I don't, you know, first of all, a discus something he wouldn't have used in wrestling, so he would have had to borrow that from somebody else, <laughs> which must have been tiring. If there's a story about it that he did it regularly, yeah, he just can you, oh, I, lads, lads, try and push me off this discus. Just no, leave me alone. Like. I think an important point that we're overlooking here is who was he asking to do these? So was it was it the other wrestlers or was it like the discus throwers? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So is it like the other like freaks that he'd like compete against in wrestling, or is it like the army people, or is it like is it like the scholars? Because you could probably go into it like at that time could probably go into a room full of scholars mm. and go try and get this. Pomegranate. pomegranate out yeah. of my hands bet you're not getting this yeah. pomegranate yeah. you're going oh alright okay well yeah just oh I can't get it off I, I imagine that's what happened with the discus he just went up and went lads just let let, let, us, let us borrow that let us borrow that and you know especially with the fact he was eating you know eating nine kilos of bread a day and you're going so bit of oil on the bread right bit of oil on the discus it's not unreasonable to think that he was oiling himself up <laughs> as well you know just to make the challenge a little bit more but all I could think was can you imagine people going up to him and go, you know, going, uh, trying to push him and just to get away just <laughs> oh no no can't do you think me. maybe that's what the story was originally and it's turned into like <laughs> this mythology yeah. no one could push him off this discus they were just trying to get a Get him away. <laughs> he was just, yeah. They just—he was that weird. They just built the rest of the legend around him. Just oh, fuck me. that much of a weirdo. And then we've decided to walk away. And also, sort of what I, you know, I do enjoy about it is the amount of like strength training and products and things that are named after this guy. Yeah. The only thing is, when things are named after this guy, they never really mention his death. It's all about. 
lifted the bull, right. held up the held up the, the the roof for Pythagoras, you know, did a, you know, at a load was a you know like you know sounds like a big you know like a hard fella yeah for by the pomegranate and the discus and the obvious like head injury with the band <laughs> around the head. Uh, which you just go, oh my god! See whatever a Greek doctor is. I imagine a doctor, but they didn't have in Greek. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not great with languages and anything that isn't basically whatever my voice is just outside of Belfast. <laughs> but nobody talks about. They don't talk about his death whenever they're marketing all these products. Mm. You know, the guy. You know, that you see the silhouette with the guy with like the Elvis. I could because uh, all that food, sixteen kilos of food. And eighteen pints of wine. Can imagine that he probably died on the toilet. I think I think that's the way he was going, <laughs> but how he died is I would say is far more linked to the like to the pomegranate and the discus. Right. So, quote: Milo was walking in a forest when he came across a tree trunk split with wedges, in what was probably intended as a display of strength. Milo inserted his hands into the cleft to rend the tree in two. The wedges fell from the cleft and the tree closed upon his hands, trapping him. Unable to free himself, the wrestler was devoured by wolves. Right. Okay. He stuck his hands in In a a tree. tree. They got stuck (laughs) and he got eaten by wolves. Do you think it's kind of like kind of like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets his hand stuck in the in the machine but it's because he's got hold of like the inside of the machine Mr. Simpson are you holding on to the candy bar? No, no. <laughs> What I like about it though is was like so I don't think he would have been walking through the woods by himself and would have decided to rip and tree in half I'm basing that on nothing Yeah but he kind of seems like he liked having people round to yeah. see these things. Yeah. So yeah. he stuck. So he's what? Let's say he was walking through the woods with some people. Mm. When I can rip this tree in half, and you can nearly feel from <laughs> two thousand six hundred years ago the eye rolling of oh, we've got somewhere to be. <laughs> oh, he's gonna try and cut the, you know, rip this tree in half. Gets his puts his hands in, gets them stuck. And people just walking away. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no. It's always sunny. Well, come back, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's what we said to Frank. <laughs> but then, like. It was Bob Hoskins, by the way, who played Mario. Bob Hoskins, yeah. the great Bob Hoskins. That was Bob doing Hoskins. my head in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew a fella, I knew a fella played uh, a young Bob Hoskins in a film. <laughs> yeah. What a claim to fame. <laughs> Can't remember what the film was. I think it was '97. Wikipedia. That that'd probably be as much research as I put into <laughs> yeah, this podcast. Yeah. If anybody researches that, feel free to also let me know. We'll probably not reply. Um, yeah, Bob Hoskins. I think I might actually watch that. Nothing like the video games. But then, yeah. how do you? But um, yeah, so Milo, hands stuck in a tree, wolves gone, because he sounded like a. Bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah, not somebody I don't think I'd necessarily be wanting to, to train with somebody like that yeah. day in a day. Oh, like he he trained. He was a was a wrestler for twenty four years. Twenty four years of that nonsense. <laughs> like six time Olympic champion though. Mm. So I think the takeaway from his life is 
more gizzard stones, more meat, more wine, more bread, more raw meat before a competition. And if you know a good butcher, some raw bull's blood. Mm. And don't put your hand into holes in a tree well no like that's just you know that's just good that's kind of what you learn when you're a child anyway <laughs> well yeah yeah don't yeah you don't know what you know, that could be you, you know, know what could be inside there could that be a tree. bear trap in there i thought they were gonna be a big issue growing up they weren't I thought quicksand was gonna be a big issue growing up yeah well right. th- it was quicksand was gonna be mm. the issue and then i've been banging on up if anybody has spoken to me about this before where did all the red spiders go? <laughs> Where are all the little red spiders? Where did they go? Where did they go? They're not here. I don't see them anymore. Either that or I spent a lot more time just looking, looking at, at things. Looking at walls. walls. Just Window ledges. looking at them. For hours. Going, Jesus, there are lots of them. <laughs> And people, you know, well, people do that, you know, the harken back to the, oh, the better old days. I don't miss mm. nothing, just staring at a wall. <laughs> Either I that or I was just that sort of child. <laughs> people just leave them. So, getting back to Milo. Oh, yeah. What kind of, uh, obviously we know he'd be a wrestler. Yeah. No, he might not be. What kind of training do you think he would do? Well, as the father of progressive overload, I imagine that'll get you so far in life. It'll mm. get somebody like Milo so far. <laughs> but you've that that has just gotta be skills based, doesn't it, Ray? Like you ha- mm. like that has gotta be you can't just go in and neck, you know, a ton of meat a month and you know, a ton of bread and a boatload of wine and just go uh, yeah, and just win. Yeah. yeah, like that's not going to be a strategy to, you know, to have a you know, in those days. Can you imagine traveling from that Greek colony in Italy to Olympia in Greece? To you know, that's not an easy journey mm. every four years to win six times, and like that's what like that's what people did for fun. Mm. That was their. They probably didn't have the red spiders neither. Yeah, <laughs> they wrestled. That's what people or did. Yeah, or quicksand. Maybe yeah. that's why they were such good wrestlers because they had quick quicksand. And they had a wriggle out of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen that YouTube video of the woman. I think it's a woman just going, "Oh, quicksand's not actually that that dangerous." Have you ever sink down into it? If you ever feel yourself sinking into it, just walk out. <laughs> Which actually just felt kind of really disappointing. Yeah, it's a bit of a of a short change of that, isn't it? Yeah, I really was hoping that it would be like this big, like hey, you've got a you know. No, no, it's just you walk out of it. <laughs> yeah. You just. You keep like, yeah. Unless you really want to get stuck in it, you're not getting stuck in it. But I think you know that sort of that sort of training. I imagine is that all like they what, did? What kind? Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm. That's that. That's probably the question that I that I want to ask you. Like, what do you think that? Uh, how much? How much of his time do you think he would dedicate towards like the skill acquisition of wrestling versus the strength? aspect of things which i think is an important question for combat sports like yeah <laughs> it's uh there was obviously that um the video of wilder that came out <laughs> was it the other day or the other week mm. of him benching was it 
Was it? Like 180 kilos. 180 or like kilos odd. And say what you will about you know, uh, you know, as a rep, okay, for powerlifting that wouldn't, wouldn't yeah fly. Yeah. But well, what am I going to say to him? Like, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> hold on there, Deontay. <laughs> so hold on there a sec. <laughs> Hi, Michael Casey, below average powerlifter. Take a seat. Uh, do I have to tell you some things? I don't think that's going to go well. But I, you, know, I think it's it's got to be. There's got to be a firm, you know, a decent amount of strength training, but they can't go and there's no way you're doing a ninety percent uh, rep max, mm. and even taking the risk of doing any damage to yourself, as opposed to like the actual skill acquisition that would need to be involved. Of you need to constantly just run drills mm. with things and constantly do you know, I imagine uh, with Greco later Roman also wrestling would it be you know, is it just the skills work of trying to get out of certain positions yeah. and working or is it just like is there a natural knack of a talent to it more so than I know because all you know all I know about wrestling is messing about with my cousin as a kid <laughs> and getting my ass handed to me Every weekend, <laughs> I'm getting them this week. No, but maybe I was missing out on the oil, uh, on on the on the raw bull's blood, which obviously and the gizzards and the gizzards. Mm. Good for kids, good for adults, good for the whole family. But I think that's probably about our time today. <laughs> but we would be remiss not to go without. Do you want to read the sponsor? I think you yeah, okay. read the sponsor. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's them there. Okay, so this podcast is brought to you by dogs. Do you want to pick up another living creature's poop? Dogs are the animal for you. <laughs> Try one now, or just for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. We we don't actually have a sponsor. If anybody wants to give us any money, that would just be absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, I will shill anything, any product you want going, weapons, anything. I don't. I can't. Just give me some. Yeah, it's fine. Crisps, yep. This is you. We're talking about it. We want to do bits and pieces about strength. I'll pick up any product you want. <laughs> Just let me know. As but, long as the price is right. Oh, yeah, the price is right. Like, well, the price doesn't even have to be all that right. Uh, but yeah, Martin, where can everybody find us or the gym? You can find the gym at, uh, on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is at Liverpool Strength Co. And I think it's the same for Facebook. It might just be the Liverpool Strength Company, which is if you can't find you know, it, well, <laughs> I worry. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's kind of basic. Okay, um, but yeah, no. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>